Dear Brambling, it's your Uncle Luke here. Hello, and welcome to the Dear Brambling podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to my nephew, but it's also for the next generation of humans growing up in this world, and as well as to those who might be looking for a little more guidance in their life. Now, if you're wondering, what is a brambling? Well, to tell you what that is, I'd have to start the story all the way back in October of 2019, when I had a phone call that changed my life. I remember one night getting a text from my mom that said, call your brother. And I responded with, why? What's going on? It was at this point where I'm thinking to myself, oh God, he's sick. He, he, he's got cancer. He's, he's got six months to live. He, he chopped his arm off. Like, I don't know what's going on. My mom responds with, just do it, with three exclamation points afterwards. So I go to my room, and uh, I sit at my desk, and I call Brendan up. I figure it's probably best to sit down when you get news like this. So, you know, I hear my brother answer his phone, and I tell him what my mom demanded that I do. And uh, he quickly rushes over to grab Amber, my sister-in-law, and they go into speaker mode on their telephone. That's when they told me, we're pregnant. Have you ever had a moment like this where you tell someone some amazing news over the phone and the person just falls silent suddenly and you're just there on the other side being like, hello, (laughs) is anyone there? And (laughs) maybe you have a few of those nervous chuckles like I just did. And you know what? That was what that moment was like for me. I was so overwhelmed with just pure joy that I like removed the phone from my face and I just like winced with joy. And, you know, I was a former competitive Irish dancer for about 20 years. And when I won my regionals when I was uh, about 14 years old, that one was a big one for me. That joy was very nice, but this joy was on another level. Now, fast forward to April of 2020 and the pandemic hit the world just a month ago and everyone is isolating in their homes and feeling really scared, confused, and uncertain. My dad works for a local news company and so as an essential worker, I had to spend most of my isolation alone. I so desperately wanted to talk to someone and then I had an idea. When Brendan and Amber told me the news, Amber said to me, you're going to be an uncle to a Brambling. Now, their their couple name is Bramber, and so their child-to-be would therefore be a Brambling. So I, I pulled up my microphone, and I set up GarageBand on my computer, and I started recording. I started it off with, dear Brambling. From then on, I would suddenly give myself permission to just feel and verbalize what I was going through. Brambling was my therapist during the pandemic. It started off as me reading my journal entries to them and telling them how scared I was or how bored I was or also talking to them about issues that I thought were really important that were happening in the world at the time. And then it later turned into me recording conversations with my parents. My excitement for the new baby was building so much that it started to spread to my parents. And I think it was a great way for them to get ready for grandparenthood. Fast forward to July of 2020, my mom and I are in a Starbucks and we're having some breakfast and a coffee when suddenly she got a uh, video call from Brendan. She answers it and there he was. My mom then let out a sound that can only be described as a joyful scream. (laughs) 
everyone in the Starbucks just stopped and stared at us for a moment. And I even remember taking a moment to look at everyone while wiping away some tears and just saying like, sorry. I immediately pulled out my phone and I started filming. Desmond. The Brambling's name is Desmond. From that moment, something sparked in me that day and I realized that this little guy is our family's clean slate. I felt this sense of responsibility, a responsibility that as a new uncle and a brother that I have to try to help this little guy grow into a healthy young man. And for me, that means helping him through all the parts of life, even the hardship. Maybe especially the hardship. As his uncle, I want to teach him about compassion and vulnerability and connection and curiosity and joy and grief. But mostly, I want Brambling to know about me, the real me, a human, someone who has messed up a lot, who has gone through a lot, and, well, and someone who's also achieved a lot. In January of 2022, I made it my New Year's resolution to find a way to tell my story. During this past year, I discovered that the best way to share my story was when I was in connection with others and giving space for them to tell their own. Now, during 2022, I started approaching people and asking if they'd like to have some recorded conversations with me, and the conversations that I'll be sharing on this platform are the ones where I was given permission to share. The rest, I think, are going to just be for his ears. Now, the reason why I decided I wanted to publicly share some of these conversations is because I felt as though the wisdom in these conversations is far too valuable not to share, that maybe someone listening could relate to what was being said, and maybe it could change their lives. I don't know. Now, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is Avatar The Last Airbender, and there's this wise old character in the show named Uncle Iroh. I would love to be someone's Uncle Iroh. So, if you'd like to be my Zuko, then maybe consider subscribing or turning on some notifications to this podcast, and maybe we can try to master what it means to be human together. Now, this whole time I've been talking to you and I've realized that I haven't even introduced myself. My word, how rude of me. Well, my name is Luke and I kind of want to share some cool things about me just so you can get to know me a little bit more. Like I said earlier, I'm a former competitive Irish dancer and I was doing competitions for about 20 years and still to this day, I dance from time to time and I'm now drawing nearer to my 27th year of Irish dancing. I used to travel all around the United States and Canada, and I even went to Europe a few times. And during that time, I became a four-time Western Canadian regional champion. I placed within the top 10 of North America about three times. And the greatest achievement that I ever got was getting 12th at the World Championships in Glasgow when I was 14 years old. Now, since then, I also discovered that I love to sing. I used to be part of a local children's choir when I was seven years old, and I also did vocal jazz choir all throughout high school. It wasn't until after high school that I started experimenting with solo songs and seeing if uh, maybe I could be good enough to sing alone. Something that's really cool about singing is that you don't really need a special place to sing. You don't need like a practice floor. You don't need to set up a really complicated instrument. It's just your voice. And 
your voice goes with you everywhere. Now that I think about it, having all these recorded conversations and my love for singing, I think there's a common thread. I think maybe my voice is a type of superpower that I have, which is very funny because all throughout school, I was actually bullied frequently for the sound of my voice. I remember having people come up to me just saying like, go through puberty already, or, you know, just change the sound of your voice. Your voice is so annoying. And, you know, I even had some memories where I'd get really mad at my mom. And then she'd tell me like, can you just be quiet? Your voice is so shrill. It hurt. And oftentimes I try to experiment with my voice. I try to talk a little bit lower down here, but that never really sounded natural to me. You know, it wasn't until one year I uh, decided to try a meditation retreat. It was local, and I it would show up in the evening for about four hours uh, every day for seven days, and we did this one meditation called Nadi Shodana, correct me if I'm wrong, but it had to do with Ganesh, that Indian god with the elephant, and during the meditation, I was able to see an orb. Now, I don't know if this is real or not. I, I, I don't know what to think, but, you know, I was just kind of letting my mind be at peace. And sometimes when you close your eyes, you have like afterburn and you see colors and you see light. And what happened is I think my imagination or something just decided to smush all those colors and lights together into one little orb in my mind. And it just started dancing there. I decided that I was going to be brave and I was going to try something new. And so I decided to talk to it. I remember saying, hello, can you talk to me? To which the orb then said, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> really casually like that. And uh, I remember asking it, you know, so, so what are you? What's your deal? And it said back to me like, well, I'm you. I'm just, I'm that you inside of you. I'm that little voice inside your head. I was really stunned and shocked to hear that. And then it proceeded to say like, is there anything you want to ask me? We rarely get a chance to talk like this. If, if there's any questions you want to ask me, now might be a really great time. I remember really thinking hard on what question I wanted to ask it. I then mustered up the courage to say, why does my voice sound like this? The orb then took a moment and was like, hmm, good question. And then it said, because you're meant to be heard. From that moment on, I really decided to lean into using my voice more often because, yeah, maybe it is a reason for people to make fun of me, or maybe it's supposed to sound unique like this because it's meant to be heard and I'm meant to say something. I don't know. We'll have to see. Now, another thing about me is that I have a favorite video game which turned into my favorite thing of all time. And if there's anyone out there who knows me even a little bit, knows that this is something that is very true, I really like Pokemon. Now, I, I don't know why, you know, ethically having animals or pets fight each other is not okay. I think because I can tell that it is virtual and fictional that I can accept that the Pokemon world just does this culturally and it's a positive thing. And I think... Another reason why I love it is just imagining having animal friends around you that love you and protect you. And I, I loved it ever since I was five years old, and it was always just so fun to check in on all of my, my virtual creatures through a screen, and I get to look at them and admire them and use my imagination to go on adventures with them, and it became something really special to me. 
Now, another question that you might be asking yourself is, why is there a cartoon crab on the cover art of this podcast? Well, you see, when my nephew was born, one of the first things I did was record something for him. It was kind of like a welcome to the world kind of message. And during the recording, I was crying so much. I had snot dripping down my mouth and I could barely get my words out. It was almost like my joy had reached another new peak that I had no idea it could reach. But to go along with the recording, I also decided to record myself playing with a Pokemon on my copy of Pokemon Sword. In that game, there's this feature where you can go camping with your Pokemon and toss a ball to them and feed them curries for some reason. And I decided that this Pokemon called Krabby was going to represent my nephew. Every time I went camping with Krabby, I'd pretend I was playing with him. I guess it goes without saying that this Krabby became one of the most important Pokemon to me. Another thing to know about me is that I've been a barista at Starbucks for about 10 years now part-time, and during that time I've also been a support worker helping those with unique needs. And needless to say, I have met many different kinds of people. And something that I find fascinating is that the common thread that connects both of these two is that I really do think that a lot of us just need some more human connection. Now, what to expect from the Dear Bramblin' podcast? Well, every episode is going to be about an hour-long conversation between me and someone that I trust, talking about whatever the guest wants to talk about. My goal is to release a new podcast every Friday around noon, as well as towards the beginning of the month. uh, Another goal I have for myself is that I want to release a spoken word poem that I wrote. These podcasts are going to be available on Spotify and Amazon Podcasts. So, yeah, that's me. Um thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. And to Brambling, just know that (laughs) I love you.